Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, I think this is what we like to call double bubble. You got a second helping of bumper this week. Thank you for being there. I do genuinely adore the idea that if this isn't a conversation, at least occasionally when I meet you or when you use Twitter, that we can have a little bit of dialogue. I also hugely appreciate that you're interested in Spanish football.、Um, it's a passion of mine. Has been for forty years at least, maybe more, and. Living in this country for two decades has been a very nourishing, enjoyable experience. Some of which has been fueled by this match that I'm about to talk about in a Jack Nicholson voice, which I can't do. He is the classical. Imagine Jack poking his head through the the bedroom door, having used the axe to open it up, and here, no, here's Johnny. Here's the classical. <laughs> But it's coming, it's coming. In fact, we've got three of the buggers、um, over the next handful of weeks, and I can't wait. The first one comes along in the Copa del Rey. It's a semi-final,、um, as I'll explain in this column. It's going to be played at the Bernabeu, and it really isn't particularly good timing for the league leaders. And here, I'll explain why. I'm grateful to ESPN FC for allowing me to read these audio columns to you, and I will admit that I enjoy it too. Tiny little bit of extra work, but huge satisfaction that some of you seem to enjoy hearing it read rather than reading it, and it is a very different experience. Otherwise, audio books wouldn't be just as popular as they are. The audio book experience for the two that Backpage、um, who are editing this, so that's Martin Gregg and Neil White. When they made me write my two books, one of which was about Barça, one of which was about Spain, I really enjoyed the long, laborious process of reading the audiobooks. But the, the second time when I read the made the audio file of the Spain book, both of the records were in London. This one was in North London, and had a very, very, very big night out.、Um, I think after day one. It takes a handful of days to to record a book. A very big night at, at karaoke, meaning that the next day was often quite parched. And、um, I, I thought back, not with regret, but with occasional hmm, dubiety about the wisdom of my actions when I was sitting in that cabin for eight or nine hours talking, having been singing until four in the morning the previous night, or the, just <laughs> that day. It turned out this is an abandoned meander. Thank you to ESPN FC for allowing me to read this column. There's only one other club in the world where, if a coach had established a seven-point title lead, 
already won a trophy while comprehensively defeating their most bitter rivals and had a cup semi-final up next, that the word crisis would be within a million miles of surfacing in the media. Unfortunately for Xavi Hernandez, that other club is Real Madrid. Los Blancos have closed the gap at the top of La Liga. They look favourites to retain their Champions League crown and it's them up next for Barca in the Copa del Rey. In football, just as in comedy, the secret is timing. Elimination from European football at the hands of Manchester United, even after two classic matches, decreasing quality of football after that Supercopa destruction of Madrid in Saudi Arabia, and then defeat by relegation-threatened Almeria at the weekend, have the trigger-happy critics ready to get tucked into the novice Catalan coach if his team is, as seems extremely feasible, defeated at the Bernabeu on Thursday. Barcelona will not only play the first leg of this classical semi-final looking out of form, looking physically and mentally ragged, they'll do so without the injured Pedri, Usman Dembele and most likely Robert Lewandowski. That timing is comically bad because the pendulum, since Chabi took over at Camp Nou, has decidedly swung the way of the fitter, sharper team in Clásicos. The idea that this is a type of derby match where form goes out the window has not been true recently. The side you expect to win across the last five Clásicos, including one friendly, since Xavi became Barcelona manager, has done so. His record thus far is played five, won three, lost two. Last summer's friendly in Las Vegas is by far the most expendable piece of data. Barca won 1-0 thanks to a wondrous goal from Rafinha, but Madrid were far behind the Catalans in the pre-season fitness, were actually a terrific match for Barcelona for 55 minutes, and then they faded, naturally. During the two other victories Xavi has savoured as Barca coach, Madrid have been, without question, sluggish. Physical fitness, sharpness, match stamina, these were the absolute key factors when Gavi and Pedri laid on a masterclass of high-tempo pressing football to win the Spanish Supercopa 3-1 in January. The 4-0 win at the Bernabeu a year ago was admittedly adulterated by Carlo Ancelotti's mistaken concept of using Luka Modric as a false centre-forward and playing a desperately risky high defensive line. Mistakes which the Italian both acknowledged and apologised for post-match. Madrid then were without Karim Benzema, were ragged from the intensive mid-season physical training imposed on them by their Italian guru, Antonio Pintus, and had just been through two draining matches with PSG where they'd looked flaccid and frankly eliminated for 150 minutes of the 180-minute tie. Now, in context, please note that the Pintus methods, which leave players feeling physically punished, but then increasingly indomitable, were good enough to catapult Madrid to those astonishing comeback victories against Chelsea and Manchester City. Madrid, in these terms, speculate to accumulate. It's also worth noting that Madrid were in an identical post-Pintus physical punishment in January when they looked leaden-legged while losing the Super Cup final. Make no mistake though, in each of those wins, Xavi read his cards brilliantly. His specific match strategies were nothing short of perfect. But in matches like Clásicos, any significant physical athletic advantage 
is massively magnified and hands an almost unmissable victory opportunity to the rival. It's a significant unmissable opportunity which Madrid look very likely to possess this week. In the two Clásicos Xavi lost as a coach, Los Blancos have thrived on power, pace, pressing and counter-attacks which have left their Blaugrana rivals puffing and panting in their wake. Fede Valverde, Karim Benzema and Vinicius being the principal tormentors. The evidence, supported by Manchester United showing over the last fortnight how Barcelona can be hurt by pace and intensity of pressing, suggests that the league leaders will do very well to return to Camp Nou next month with a respectable chance of winning on aggregate. But something which seems important and ignored at the same time is the context within which Xavi is being asked to work. Even given trophy success while coaching in Qatar, this is his first full season working amidst the European elite with all the demands, pressure, focus and criticism that inevitably brings. During this process, his resources have either been reduced or hampered, not only by his club's massive one billion debt, but by the hawkish strictness of La Liga's financial fair play. Via a series of Byzantine asset mortgaging last summer, Barcelona added significant playing strength to a failing squad, but the club's accountants have grasped gratefully at the chance to cut costs during this season. Antoine Griezmann, playing thrillingly for Atleti, was sold at a knockdown loss. Gerard Piquet retired. Memphis Depay and Hector Bellerin, well, they're gone. Yet, last week it was announced that La Liga interpret Xavi's employers as needing to shed at least a further 200 million euros of costs or to increase revenue by a phenomenal and proportionately linked degree. Another Frankie de Jong-style saga, or three, looms in the summer, by which I mean predatory clubs quite rightly thinking that it's a buyer's market and that they have a chance to wrench away Barcelona's best talents, two or three of whom will most certainly need to be sold. Meanwhile, as Xavi tries to exert his influence, tries to keep taking the playing side of things away from the wasteland he inherited, and tries to teach his troops while learning from missteps himself, two of his most prodigious talents don't really know their future. Gavi's registration as a first-team player needed to be confirmed via legal action in court because La Liga opposed its legitimacy. Meanwhile, left-back Alex Balde, whose contract should have been extended and vastly increased a long time ago, is another victim of the disparity between what Barcelona think they can do and what La Liga tell them they're entitled to do. All of this is deeply unsettling for a coach, for the players and for other players who think that their contracts too are imminently due to be renegotiated. Now nobody's really talking about this or bringing the stark truth into focus but this club are also not only about to lose one of their greatest money generating assets, the Camp Now, for a couple of seasons, they're going to pour money into it while losing millions via their temporary move to the Olympic Stadium on Monjuic Hill from next season onwards. What lies ahead of Xavi and company is a poorer playing surface, a much poorer atmosphere, smaller crowds, a pitch surrounded by a running track, and far less advanced matchday facilities, while the main stadium, at a cost of several hundred million euros, 
is renovated. How long this takes, as opposed to how long it's estimated to take, is the territory for cynics. Meanwhile, a scandal erupts. No, not the one where the local police raided the home and offices of the ex-club president, Joseph Maria Bartomeu. This was the scandal where the national tax authorities appeared to have discovered two decades of payments for refereeing assessments and advice paid to a man who was a vice president of the FA's refereeing committee. Of course, a whole hurricane of bluster and protestations of innocence has followed, but anyone who says that the club's image hasn't been horrifically tarnished is in cloud cuckoo land. And anyone who imagines that all of this isn't an absolutely massive drain on the energy, confidence, attention span and durability of Chabby, his staff and the playing squad is equally deluded. Yet, some simple facts remain, and in many cases, remain unexamined. 46 games into the reign of any Barcelona coach in La Liga, only Luis Enrique's treble-winning squad had a better points record than Xavi does. Oh, and that point gap between them was precisely three. One win. Xavi and Pep Guardiola, in their first 46 La Liga matches, had an identical points total. 109, gained from 34 wins, 7 draws and 5 defeats. That's right. The Pep Guardiola, who had the best versions of Leo Messi, Samuel Eto'o, Xavi, Andres Iniesta, Puyol, Piquet and Sergio Busquets at his disposal. Guardiola's first 46 matches, during which Barcelona, as with Luis Enrique, were en route to an historic treble. Xavi inarguably, is adapting the brand of football played under Guardiola. Not abandoning it, but adapting it, and sometimes dramatically. However, his central ideas of pressing, possession, position and precision are generally coming along quite nicely, especially while he himself develops, reviews, learns and rolls with the blows. Should his team be beaten on Thursday, and you can see it, it'll neither be a big surprise nor anything approaching a disaster. Yet, without fail, the Spanish football media will pounce on the chance to yell that there's a crisis, to put Xavi's ideas in the dock, and to wholly ignore the fact that against a chaotic and unsettling background, something extremely interesting and potentially successful is being built on very infertile ground. Don't miss Real Madrid against Barca the Copa del Rey on Thursday night and then brace yourself for the aftermath.